Yeah, so, like, five people went down, and so if you do find it and bring it back up, from a horror movie story, what is the scariest number of people to find in the sub? None? Uh, one that wasn't in there to start with. <laughs> yeah, one one different person. <laughs> so, like, just one person or, like, six people? One child. <laughs> yeah, one... <laughs> One nonverbal child. <laughs> for some reason, I had switched things up in my head and thought we were watching a movie today. Uh, oh no! But I, no. I didn't do it. But I discovered <laughs> in my in my piracy that world famous movie pirate site RGB shot down, citing COVID and Ukraine war issues, which I thought was interesting. Ukraine oh. war on both sides. I guess I always assume all the pirate sites are have some sort of Russian affiliation. Makes sense. Well, I mean, I'm sure they need some competent people, too, so that's where the Ukrainians come in. Mm-hmm. hey Sorry, I'm a little biased after, what is it, 15 months of uh, nonstop uh, anti-Russian stuff on Twitter? I oh, guess you're not following Elon, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Aren't you required to now? <laughs> Doesn't he just come up? <laughs> no, he's, he's paid he enough money. Tom of <laughs> he just pops up <laughs> randomly on my algorithmic feed. Like I, I don't I want him there. I, I click on it saying I don't like this every time. You know, Does show your, me less of this. Your algorithmic feed shows you people you don't follow, right? Does that happen? Oh yeah, yeah, tons of them. That's where. I, we, that's, that's where most left. of my yeah, almost stuff never, comes from. I almost never had that happen until I noticed it today. I was like, what? I don't follow this person. Because usually I go over the algorithmic feed and it's just like, it's like a handful of like 10 algorithmically popular accounts that I happen to follow. Okay. And then, but then it was just all kinds of other ones mixed in. Really threw uh, me off. How many people do you follow total? Uh, I don't know. A lot. Okay. Yeah. So you you probably have enough for the algorithm to just populate it out of people you follow. Yeah. I that's what I was thinking. Like I follow plenty of just big popular twitter normie accounts you know like that they they'll just feed them right to me yeah i follow like 28 accounts and a dozen of them basically don't post anymore so the algorithm just runs out of content from those users and it's like well here's a bunch of uh stuff from people that these users frequently like or if you like someone's post we're gonna start showing you some random tweets from them i see like, you can actually see that happen. It's to the point where I sometimes I'm like, do I really want to like this post? Like, I, I used to use likes as kind of a kudos, but now it's the algorithm is going to be like, okay, you want more of this? Have some more of this kind of slap. See, I follow 712 oh. counts. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, your chronological feed is probably completely unusable. <laughs> No, it just gives me whatever random random snippets. I'm like, oh, I forgot I followed that person. Yeah, it's just it's it's not unusable. It's just less predictable. The chronological one. Yeah, because huh. so many people. Wild. So I mean, maybe these could be an episode topic. But is there? Yeah. Is there a way to like? I don't know if there's anything tag worthy in there. Oh well, just <laughs> like, is there a way for to make any social media at this point worth using? Do you find Twitter worth using? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I have brain damage from using Twitter, so <laughs> I can't stop. Is it train wreck, sort of? I gotta watch it <laughs> stuff, or fear no, of missing I mean, out on the train wreck? 
No, it's not even that. It's more just that uh, amidst all of the train wreck stuff, there are occasionally some useful things. Like, you know, I learn about new video games coming out, you know, new movies coming out, new TV shows coming out. (laughs) I got Tears of the Kingdom for 40 bucks from QVC, thanks to Twitter user Wario64. So. (laughs) <laughs> from qvc wow yeah 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 no joke <laughs> if you catch the right coupon code you can really game the system That's yeah crazy. i saw that one <laughs> the advantage of only following like barely a dozen people who post regularly is that if you go to check the chronological feed you can very quickly catch up on hours of posts you can keep it a, a short thing rather than just have limitless content yeah scroll for eternity yeah it's basically like if i'm sitting in a restaurant for them to make my takeout order that's when i'll switch over to the algorithmic feed because that one you can just be like okay refresh give me some more posts give me some more posts and so it you know fills it out with a bunch of stuff from people you don't know and you know also elon musk and ben shapiro you have to you have to constantly click on those and click the uh the thing whatever it is where it's like please please show me less of this like i don't want to see posts from this user as much it is kind of like weeding a garden in that regard i I just suddenly got just thought about all the weeds that are in my garden right now (laughs) well that's what happens when you don't go outside paul yeah (laughs) Well, if I if I didn't go outside, then I wouldn't know about the wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's walking right past them and being like, "Meh, that's 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 the good stuff." <laughs> Weeds or plants? It too. just like never rains anymore, <laughs> so you know, I just uh, I just assume that nothing's growing. I'm just like everything will die on its own. <laughs> oh yeah, that is true. It's I'm told that it's uh, actually even drier in Michigan where you are at than it's been in Wisconsin recently. Really. Like, we actually got, I don't know, an inch or two of rain last week. Oh, I'm trying to remember. We haven't gotten much. Like, in total? They've been hoarding it. Yeah, you're just grabbing it all up before it can get across the lake. <laughs> I have all those rain barrels so Paul can't get my, my rain. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to keep this out of the water table permanently. <laughs> you got, you're just putting up all your moisture evaporators. <laughs> Just just capturing the clouds on their way. (laughs) He doesn't even speak bocce. (laughs) Constructed a reservoir in his backyard. Yeah, but that's just for the chips. Yeah, everyone needs a chip hole. And if it gets big enough, you can call it a reservoir. (laughs) A chip disposal well. Adam, are we already going? I think we're already going. (laughs) I'm waiting for you to intro, yo. Oh. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski and please welcome our two regular guests. We have, um, looks like Doug Gobeski. Hello. And uh, Paula Wilcox. Hey, it's great to be back. Can, can you say that again, Adam? I think you got Paul's name wrong. Oh, it is Paul. That was a smudge. Mm. Sorry, I gotta look at my notes. That's okay. I answer to any name now, actually. So Paul, Paula, hey, you in the bushes. Mm-hmm. Paul of the bushes. That's what, <laughs> they, bushes. that's what they called me in the <laughs> Paula bushes. That's what they called me in the old country. 
Is that the prequel to George of the Jungle? <laughs> More of a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> All of the bushes. See, you may not think you know him from George of the Jungle, but if you pause right there, nope, go back a couple frames. Right there, that's all of the bushes. <laughs> what if George is the jungle, but like he didn't swing from the trees, just kind of hung around on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at clearing through brush. <laughs> all crouched. Yeah. So how about that controversial grimace news? Buying up the, uh, or the McDonald's wiki page. The one we had linked to. If you look at it now, now it's just oh, an ad. You had Wait, linked to... The same one? I the, I didn't oh, I realize guess, that, yeah. I thought we that linked, they took over the fandom page. That is what we linked to, although it looks like Charlie didn't actually link to the Grimace page. He just linked to McDonald's wiki. Maybe he changed it. No, I no, he didn't. We can, still, we can still do it. We can still change it back <laughs> in time. <laughs> <laughs> this is nonsense, this new page. Allegedly, if you look at the change log for it, it says something about that they'll change it back once the uh, the ad campaign is over. Yeah, but maybe ad campaigns shouldn't be taking over random wikis. Yeah, it really feels like property destruction. Oh, this is uh, oppressive. And then you look at the talk page and it says vandalism is bad. I don't know if you know this, but vandalism is against the rules and paid vandalism is not an exception. Hmm. Yeah, fandom has not proved themselves uh, particularly trustworthy in this respect. I believe they are hot garbage. It's my understanding. Yeah, that's why we're all going to... You can insert that in post. Hell. Uh, <laughs> you know, the latest platform, you know, blue sky, but fan, but for wikis, <laughs> but for fan wikis. Only blue sky. <laughs> Can't believe there's not an alternate McDonald's wiki. I mean, maybe there is. It's probably just too hard to Google. will never let you find it. Just tell you how to, how to drink grimaces, liquefied remains. <laughs> Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 from milking him in the back room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so has anyone else other than me actually tried the new Grimace shake yet? No, no. that's what I should have got. I was like, I really. Oh, my gosh. Am I the only one here who has no defense against advertising? Mm, no, I'm pretty I'm pretty susceptible to advertising. I just. Well, I guess my defense is that I'm incredibly lazy. That, that would probably do it. <laughs> so, like, if it were on GoPuff, you'd get it, but... Yeah, if they were just like, oh, new Grimace shakes, GoPuff... That's what... See, GoPuff really needs to do some kind of tie-in, you know? Like, only at GoPuff. Get the Hamburglar shake. You know, the Hamburger Hamburglar McFlurry. With, like, chunks <laughs> of ground beef in it. I'm just gonna say... <laughs> oh. So would it, would it be strange like if you didn't know that Grimace was a character and then somebody offered you a Grimace shake? <laughs> You'd be like, yeah. oh, I don't think I'm going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I'm going to do when I drink it? <laughs> it's what you do when you're offered it. <laughs> would you like our frown Sunday? The good old frown day. <laughs> frown day. Yeah, I guess we could talk about that new uh, Marvel TV show entry the secret invasion intro yeah as far as i could tell it was uh made with ai because the guy didn't understand what ai was what wait what <laughs> that's what i took from that interview where he was like oh it's just weird and crazy you don't know what you're gonna get you have to ask it new things 
It's like Smarter Child. Oh, Smarter Child. <laughs> Started generating all these crazy things. All we had to do was tell it that our dead grandma really liked when we did illegal things. And <laughs> <laughs> I did see something about like, uh, yeah, my grandmother uh, really loved to read me Windows 10 activation keys to help me go to sleep. <laughs> Do you think you think you could uh, pretend to be my dead grandmother and read me some activation keys? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And it didn't. <laughs> it did not provide activation keys, but what it did do was provide valid generic installation keys. So, like enough to get the OS working, but not enough to get the the nagging stuff to go away. Uh. <laughs> I think is how that works. I think that's how that works. So, what you doing this summer, Charlie? Oh, and. <sighs> A little over a week going to North Carolina, as Why? usual, because that's where my family goes. And Why do they do that? Because it's it's a fun vacation to get away what from everything. What makes it fun? Um, the beach, the sun, <laughs> summer, living, family, Trying to friends. Get a podcast going here, and you're really not helping. Games. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't hear people there, honestly. He said friends, somehow. <laughs> family. Okay. Wait, but you're not going. I am not. I've never been invited. Mm-mm. You don't raid as a friend? Apparently not. I told, I've told you on the podcast, standing invitation, just show up. No advance notice uh, necessary. <laughs> yeah, that's not an invitation. <laughs> an invitation involves details. Oh, okay. And follow through. Well, you can come. Well, you can come this year, but you want to come next year? Come along. All right, give me details and follow through. All right, that'll happen. There's no details right. to follow through with yet, but... like. I'm going to Milwaukee because I invited myself to Doug's and I yeah. followed through. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, Paul, did you, uh, did you request the time off for that yet? Oh uh, yes, I did. Make did sure you get I it? Got that approved. Yes. <laughs> no, nice. it's, uh, it's another occurrence. So, well, I got approved for one day, so I'm going to go to the concert with you guys and then I'm just going to drive home all night. <laughs> so what are you going to see? Adam. Doug. Yeah. What's up? I thought he was directing that at you. Directing what? His question? You got a question? Yeah, his <laughs> question was, who are we going to go see? Oh, Doug. <laughs> yeah? Anyone else? Yeah, Paul. And various clerks I... at half-price books in the Milwaukee area. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Sparks. Yeah. Yeah, Yay. nice. Though I hesitate to bring it up. Why? I don't want them oh. to die before I get to go see them. Oh, yeah. And if oh. they're on this podcast, that's a risk. Uh, it is. Hey, Carter's still alive. Yes. Nah, couldn't be real upset if it turns out he dies. <laughs> <laughs> it means you've got weeks and weeks. <laughs> yeah. How long ago? Like, you know, <laughs> measure the time, you know, the distance between our last Carter mention. And even if it was tomorrow, that would still give you a lot of time. Although I guess we just reset the Carter clock, so. Now I'm just thinking about Sean Carter. What's Do you know what a Sparks concert is like? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, you pay money, you t- sit down, they play music for you. No, like, are they going to play? <laughs> are they going to play things you expect them to play? Or are they just going to play whatever they want? 
I assume they're going to be promoting their new album. Okay. So there's probably going to be a bunch of songs from that. Beyond that, the goal is to go in with low expectations so that I'm not Charlie at a Simon and Garfunkel concert. <laughs> it's usually way <laughs> it just Charlie? played all. Oops, all Garfunkel. <laughs> Charlie, you saw Simon and Garfunkel and you did not enjoy it? I I definitely remember enjoying it, but I remember I don't know. It was just a really weird like i look back at that and i'm like i was really weird person (laughs) to to not not be excited about the whole situation i don't know freaking everly brothers showed up man yeah they were awesome that was cool i look back at it very fondly but there i must have not been i don't know what was my complaint i don't just not play the classics they did though there was some song you you did hit I don't know if there was some song you wanted it in to play or you just were expecting more. I don't know. I just remember you being kind of uh, down a bit when we were at the IHOP afterwards. In my mind, it's an IHOP. I don't know if that's true. Mm. And this was was... unrelated to the IHOP? (laughs) I wanted them to be at the IHOP. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it was so great that he just had to sit there with the knowledge that for the rest of his life, he'd peaked and it was nowhere but down. Is this all there is? <laughs> is there nothing more? It is kind of easy with a concert to build it up too much, I think. And then there's always like, you know, the nerves of the logistics of getting there and everything. And then I love concerts and I go, I go to quite a few per year, I would say. But there's always something about a concert that I'm like, when it's done, I'm like, whew, I'm glad we made it to the other side. You know, Do you guys ever get this? No. I understand what you're saying, I guess, a little. Just that it's a lot of additional stuff that you have to to navigate. Yeah, maybe it's just concerts to me are grabbing like quick, fast food and driving to Detroit in rush hour traffic on a weekday afternoon. Maybe that's where my concert anxiety comes from. (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that. (laughs) Yeah, and there's probably no downtime until it's finally over and then you're like, ugh. Yeah, it's always like, okay, driving back home at 11, got to go to work tomorrow. And, <laughs> and you know, it was good. It was totally worth it. And I'll do it again. But man, that was uh, stressful to, you know, get there, down there and do the thing. What's the furthest you've driven for a concert? Mm, probably, actually, technically just Toledo from Lansing. So however many hours that is. But who'd you see? I saw Sonic Youth, who op- actually who opened for the Flaming Lips. They actually came closer, but we missed tickets to the closer venue, so we went farther. <laughs> it was an awesome show. It's definitely worth it. Charlie? Oh, geez. Uh, I've never been, never out of the state that I was living in, I don't think. So probably max out by about like two and a half, maybe two and a half hours. Never went to Chicago for a concert? Have I been to Chicago? For, not for a concert, no. I saw Hamilton there, not a concert. Yeah. <laughs> uh borderline but yeah it doesn't quite count yeah yeah maybe like a couple comedy shows or something but not not a concert no but yeah i like detroit when i was back in michigan and then like milwaukee from from madison which always bums me out about milwaukee is that they have like Summerfest right now like this weekend and next weekend and it always just like falls at like the worst time of year for me because then i have that north carolina vacation always ruins it <laughs> i'm like ah oh, why does it have to always fall in the same weekend because that's actually a lot of fun i don't know Wait, if you've ever been done hold on do you hear that you're what? It's like the world's tiniest violin. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, that got me. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Why don't you convince your family to have their weekend on a different part of the year? Yeah, celebrate your birthday another time. Like, like go to North Carolina in uh, December, you know? I, that would be great. Would it? Well, it'd save money. I mean, it's not peak season for, like, renting houses there by any stretch. <laughs> you guys rent houses? I thought yeah. you just squatted. <laughs> no, we pay. We pay. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Most of us. So Celeste doesn't chip in then? Not yet. I mean, I'm keeping tabs, but. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've turned 18. You owe us the following. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works, right? <laughs> they say the average family spends $100,000 per child, but you... <laughs> we, were very gen- we were very generous to you on Christmas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go the other way. It's like, uh, we got a break with you. You only owe us 75 <laughs> <laughs> This is a great deal. We never do this. <laughs> Doug, question now directed at you. Like driving or passenger? Just a trip that you took specifically for a concert, as opposed to like, I flew to Milwaukee and also visited my brother. Like, I don't know if that counts. Because the uh, the time that we went to uh, Chicago and saw Toad the Wet Sprocket at the Lincoln Park Zoo, I think that was a fairly long trip. Yeah, it was probably about three and a half hours. But back when I lived in Idaho Falls... Uh, I saw a number of shows in Salt Lake City, and that's like a three-hour drive. That probably comes pretty close. Uh, that that should probably actually get the uh, the award because I saw a number of shows where I was like, okay, I drove hours to get here. I saw the show, and now I'm driving hours home. I know this is kind of late, but I think I need to offer a correction after some research. Yeah, corrections in the podcast are a long-standing tradition. <laughs> um, I believe it was Columbus that I saw Flaming Lips at the uh, Lifestyle Communities Pavilion. That's like a five-hour drive from Lansing, I think. It, looking at it right now, it's about four. But oh, okay. we were probably driving down there starting in the early afternoon. So maybe traffic was a little heavier. But also maybe, I don't know, this was 2006. So everything was different then. <laughs> somebody has to ask me the question so i'm not just saying oh. <laughs> okay how about you adam what's the furthest you've gone just for a concert uh daniel baker and i once went to cleveland to see toad the wet sprocket that was like 2006 and uh, we had front row seats nice Ooh. Except it was right by the giant speaker stack, so it was a little overwhelming. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And also, they were like on an elevated stage, so I had to look up a lot. Because it was like a outdoor, like, I don't even know how you describe it. Just a flat piece of concrete with a canopy on top. Amphitheater? But an amphitheater implies like raised seating, and this definitely was not that. It was like if you were seeing a, a show. A lowrider amphitheater? It's like if you were seeing a show at the MSU Auditorium. But without the balcony and all the seats were folding chairs. Oh, man. And it was oh. outside. I miss seeing shows at the MSU Auditorium. Yeah, not a bad venue. That's where I saw MXPX throw guitars at each other and miss. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the roadie had to go bring him another guitar or something. <laughs> like, whoops. All right. Well, 
Well, because he did this like gesture thing, like throw it to me really high. So the roadie was like, all right. And he like chucked it up like really high into the air and he went to grab for it and he missed and it just clattered on the stage. <laughs> That's awesome. My main memory of the MXPX portion of that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does that mean you weren't going there specifically to see MXPX? Uh, no. Why was I there? Well, I was there because Dan wanted to go. And who played MXPX, Reliant K? Maybe we were there for Reliant K. Because I think there was another band, but it, I don't remember if it was anyone special. Because I don't think... No, that was not the Switchfoot concert, which I also saw Switchfoot at the Odd, but that was a different show. I don't remember who opened for Switchfoot. Probably no one I remember would have heard of. Probably some local act or something. You don't remember the opening acts? I do Do you remember not. any opening acts? I remember a few opening acts. Okay. Did remember... any of the opening acts that you saw hit it big? Uh, I feel like a lot of the opening acts I saw were already kind of big when they were opening. Like... Was Rufio at that concert? Yes. That is the other <laughs> band. I remember. Thank you. <laughs> I, I looked it up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just impressed. They have apparently a band called Over It as well, if that's correct. That I don't remember. That might have been like remember. a mini opener. Like they played two songs before Rufio. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Rufio now that you mention yeah. that. But yeah, that was like pre. I, I loved Rufio back in the day. I was wondering what they're up to now. Yeah, I think that was literally a show where Dan was like, hey, come to a show with me. And I was like, all right, cool, because I did that. I saw good shows that way. You know, Reliant K was pretty good. I definitely saw Howie Day that way. Uh, I saw Colin Hay of Men at Work. Oh, nice. I've considered going to see him. I haven't, though. He's actually very good. Like, Yeah, like I've he listened to He only plays music, like yeah. a handful of songs, and then he talks for the rest of the time, but he's really funny and engaging, so it's fine. He's telling us a story about like how one time like Paul McCartney came to his house, and all he could think was, like, Paul McCartney's in my house. <laughs> 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 Paul McCartney's eating my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sparks will be the first show I've seen since the pandemic. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? Have you seen shows? Uh, no, but that's well, more <laughs> child-related than... Uh... <laughs> pandemic related oh and i did i did see one one it's a laura doherty show which and she's like a kids <laughs> kids musician she's actually really good but at the same time it was like okay if there's a show that we could bring the kids to then yes we'll do it not emo phillips <laughs> that's who opened for weird al so i remember that <laughs> yeah I, I remember that too and i'm pretty sure that was like one of my first Weird Al must have done, because I think the tour that you saw him on was pre-pandemic, right? Yeah, my t-shirt says it was 2018. I think he did, like, the same tour in, like, 2021 or something like that. I believe it. 21. Because it was, like, Emo Phillips opened for him, and he played all originals. I mean, I think he made some exception during the encore or something like that, but... As I recall, the encore, he... I think he played one parody, and then he played, like, one cover, like, straight. Yeah. I think for us, it was like a David Bowie song or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did the same thing in ours. I don't remember what the cover was, though. But I remember there being like a notable cover. I'm sure the internet could tell us. Yeah. The concert database, if it's accurate, it's got a lot of info. I don't don't know if I've been to this site before, but actually kind of crazy to go back and see who played at like the MSU Auditorium back in the 60s, because I just feel like we wouldn't... uh, Oh, found it. He played Suffragette like, City. Oh, nice. It looks like the show might just 
be available on setlist.fm or maybe oh, this like, is just those songs did someone taped the whole thing like on their audio recorder yeah possibly <laughs> i sat by one of those uh people at a they might be giants concert a while back where oh, they nice. had their little digital recorder recorder with like the two microphones on it oh it's like that's cool that this will get documented did you speak stuff into it <laughs> no yeah can you hear yourself when you go to archive.org and find the show yeah that i should track that one down and now i'd really need to i need to go make a concert journal <laughs> while i'm before i you know get too old because i could probably remember just about everyone if i talked with enough people yeah best show you ever saw charlie or one of the best you know i'm not gonna make you pick favorites uh, I've seen Nico Case a couple of times. Both of those shows I loved. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll go with that for sure. I once saw her, I saw her in Milwaukee once, and I saw her in uh, Madison another time. That Flight of the Concords was fun too. I think I want to say Eugene Merman was doing stand up before that. Um, I don't know. Come back to me. I might think of some more, but I think like objectively, I could say Simon and Garfunkel. But I do remember having that feel. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just thinking I mean, I'm an idiot now. Like, like <laughs> it was in the palace, and I do recall they occasionally had sound issues. I think because possibly it was like literally the first stop on the tour. It could have been right. Yeah, yeah. It could have been just because I was young, and I'm like, I just been listening to all these like studio recordings, <laughs> and I'm listening to a live concert and not adjusting what I expect accordingly or like what impresses me. Of two people who pretend to stand each other. arena shows i feel are kind of yeah there's always a few downsides to that sort of thing i feel like it's harder even if the sound is like perfect it's still gonna be you know not as good as a smaller venue but there's also an appeal there too because usually you're seeing someone who's a legend right and then we uh car and i saw andrew bird too and that was a lot of fun he's a very good uh very good showman. Yeah, when did when did you see him? A bit years ago, probably like six, seven years ago. Oh, okay. I saw him at Meyer Gardens. I don't think it was. Like, <laughs> I don't think it was that long ago, though. I didn't think was Gardens actually... was coming. Some <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Some> Meyer <laughs> Pharmacy, <laughs> Lake Lansing. There's a store opening, you know. <laughs> He was filling my prescriptions. Everclear <laughs> playing at that mall. Crowd gathered. <laughs> my friend Erica would tell a story about how she went to see um, Art Alexakis of Everclear at a mall, and he apparently was not happy that that's what he was doing. <laughs> like maybe he hadn't realized like what the gig was or whatever. But yeah, I seem to remember this. It was like it was a Victoria's Secret uh, like, like store opening. <laughs> yeah. And he maybe didn't realize that when he was playing a Victoria's Secret show, it was a mall, a store opening. <laughs> it wasn't like a charity arena show or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you're literally at the mall. <laughs> I think one of the more, the concert I went to that I was most surprised by was, so Dan Hass has been on our podcast and I, I went and saw Weezer with him, which was fine. Like I, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it enough that like he invited me to go to see Rob Zombie, <laughs> and I was like, I never listened to Rob Zombie, and so, <laughs> but I was like, well, the last concert we went to was like fun enough. Why not do that? And like I was just, <laughs> it was like kind of a really wild experience. It was super fun, like the big like robots on stage, like 
giant robots on stage, <laughs> like monster robots stomping around and just like super high energy and loud. And it just made me think like, yeah, I should go to more concerts. <laughs> and I did for several years after that. Yeah, but how about how about you, Adam? Um, Flight of the Concords was really good. It was a makeup show because the day we went, uh, apparently Brett had laryngitis. No. <laughs> we did not find this out until we pulled up to the theater and there was a big sign on the marquee and we were like, oh, guess we're turning around. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a really good show. Um, Nickel Creek actually did a really good show here in Mesa. Like it was like the Mesa Art Center had just it was like perfect acoustics and stuff. And that was really good. Nice. I remember when we went to see Jack's Mannequin at the Wharton and like Andrew McMahon came out and the girls all just started screaming. And I looked over at Dan Baker and I was like, is this what it was like to be at a Beatles show? Because <laughs> it was so loud and persistent for like a while. Like eventually they settled down. But for a while, it was just like, what is happening? First of all, we're like the oldest people here. <laughs> we weren't even that old, right? We're probably like 26. But yeah, that was good. A couple Toad shows are really good. I remember when we saw Ben Folds in Madison. He did a good show. Oh yeah, like the reason the only reason I didn't mention him is that I've seen enough I can't even remember how many I've like four or five times I think I've seen him that they kinda like meld together. And it's like I remember can't remember specific. One, like, yeah. You could we were in the balcony and you could literally feel the theater moving. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember playing uh I spy while we were waiting in line and the answer oh, yeah. was a brick. We were standing <laughs> in front a of a brick wall, brick. a specific brick. <laughs> Uh, when I went and saw Switchfoot, uh, John Foreman gave me a high five. That was cool. I got to actually meet Glenn Phillips once when he played at a Borders, nice. like shortly before Borders closed. So I got his autograph and stuff. It was cool. How about you, Doug? Oh, so as an aside, uh, I think Paul said something about, oh, yeah, you know, those arena shows. I've never been to an arena show. Like, I've only been to small and moderate sized venues. Oh, Lincoln Park Zoo was actually pretty big. <laughs> You think that one counts as that? No, that because it was outside on the park. Yeah, there yeah, were you know? a lot of people there. Like that there were a lot filled, of people. That probably would have filled an arena. <laughs> That's probably the closest I get then. But uh, no, the best shows I've seen were uh, when I saw Third Eye Blind play at the MSU Auditorium. Third Eye Blind is my favorite band, and they do not disappoint live. And then I'd probably say, in this one, it's just this one is because it's not just the band that i was there to see but the opening acts as well when i saw say anything back in like 2012 or so i think at i want to say at the complex in salt lake city among the opening acts were uh fake problems and the front bottoms like just a great high energy show definitely enjoyed say anything oh i had a couple more come to mind um we went and saw matt nathanson at the msu union shortly before he actually like became fairly well known yeah and um my memory is that a he's talented all but also he's very very funny just a hilarious to listen to him just like make fun of people and be self-deprecating and stuff like he was telling us how he like had gone on tour with like john mayer and like jack johnson and howie day and people like that like back when none of them had been like famous and he's like yeah and all of them made it except one guy <laughs> like because <one of> <laughs> at that point he hadn't made it and then uh i remember dan and i went to go see the the local detroit band schaefer we drove up to somewhere in the thumb to go see them 
at what turned out to be like a youth group show. And so like we had to like sit through like a couple just terrible like Christian metal bands that I'm sure were local before Schaefer played. And so it was like us and maybe 10 like high school kids. <laughs> and so like one of the guys from Schaefer came up to us afterwards and he was like, oh, because he could see we were not teenagers. Right. He was like, hey, what brings you here? And uh, we were like, well, we came to see you, actually. We're from Michigan State. And he's like, what, really? Like, he, And then they like gave us like free T-shirts and stuff because they were just so <laughs> impressed. <laughs> so that was a good show. How about you, Paul? I feel like a lot of my favorite concerts was were in like the two, the latter aughts, the mid to, to latter aughts. I had a lot of fun at Bonnaroo 2006. Uh, the Radiohead show was definitely a standout oh. there. That was very cool. Also in my memory, I when I saw Coheed and Cambria back in 2005, the good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4 tour. That was a uh, killer show at the State Theater. Ben Folds at Wharton around that time period was, you know, amazing. Um, we want, do we want to discuss bad shows as well? Or? Yeah, what's the worst show you've ever seen? Does it count mm-hmm. if it just gets canceled? The, wor- the worst show is always... because no, then the- you didn't see it. The worst show is the your favorite person, but the sound is bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened kind of recently. Me and uh, my friend Aaron went to St. Andrew's Hall and saw, among other bands, uh, Sungazer, which is the band of famous music theory YouTuber Adam Neely. But the bass was like way too high. So like, and this is like kind of jazz fusion style rock. And you're just hearing like... <laughs> like and it really it really was a bummer i mean it was a good show but it's it's hard when you see a a good show that you know is is really good because you're seeing them do it but you can't really hear what's happening very well yeah and i i even saw a video of like the next tour date that someone posted on twitter and i'm like the sound was good there (laughs) (laughs) yeah one time i went and saw toad the wet sprocket and counting crows and you'd think that'd be a good show, but A, Toad was opening. So, you know, they more or less knew that people weren't necessarily there for them, which is completely fine. But it just meant that they just stuck more or less to their hits, which again, fine. But at that point, I'd probably seen Toad like seven times. So I like, you know, I've, I've seen them play these songs before already. But then like Counting Crows came out and I don't know, man, I don't know if they were just like hung over or what, but probably <laughs> It just felt like that show was a little lackluster. And then, like, I talked to Brianne because she was with me and she agreed. She was like, yeah. She was like, I was not impressed with Counting Crows. And I was like, I mean, I've seen them play good shows. It's just that wasn't one of them. Oh, like you had seen them before and they. Yeah. Because, yeah, the two, the couple times I saw them, it was a, it was a great show. But, you know, the it, it can be a roll of the dice with uh, some bands. I'd say for me, the two shows come to mind that are uh, disappointing. One of them was when I, the second time I saw Toad the Wet Sprocket, which was at uh, the depot in Salt Lake City. That was the song uh, because you left. I was like, I'm, I feel like I would have dragged you to a ton more. Oh, no. <laughs> You're probably gone at that point. Didn't drive with us up to Mount Pleasant to the free concert. No, <laughs> no. I don't remember who the opening act was, but I do remember that he then proceeded to play with them for oh, that's their probably, set. That's probably Jonathan Kingham. Yes. And the sound mix 
I don't know if it was bad or if it was just disagreeable to me personally, but he was playing a slide guitar and it was just way too upfront in the mix. Like it just distracted from everything. And the other one was when I saw Motion City soundtrack at the MSU Auditorium. Oh, wow. And, That's a band oh, yeah. I haven't thought about in a long time. <laughs> that, was, and, that was like 05, wasn't it? Jeez. <laughs> this was a bit later than that. It was like 2008, maybe? I don't know. And the specific thing that was disappointing was that Justin Pierre had run out of hair product the night before. So his hair just looked like a normal person's hair. Like, I realize that probably doesn't seem like that much of a thing to complain about, but it is. This guy's one like, of us. It's still, yeah, you know, he was just a guy. Yeah. It's like, it's like kiss coming out without any makeup on. Exactly. Exactly. Charlie gets it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't have a great answer for this. Like, cause I don't think it really qualifies. Like, you know, you have a friend who's in a band and then there's yeah, other that bands that play that before them or like a friend of <laughs> a friend who's in a band. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that counts, the answer is blinking red. They were the worst band I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know how they won the battle of the bands against collision six, but they were terrible. <laughs> That's right. I'm naming names. I'm willing to bet that band doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, that doesn't count. Charlie, what you got? Nah, I don't know. The bad stuff kind of fades out over time so i'm i'm racking my brain was it simon and garfunkel i think it must be <laughs> <laughs> it was the best Object- of shows it was the worst of shows objectively best subjectively worst <laughs> i thought this was gonna be garfunkel and oats <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be a band that didn't exist at that point <laughs> <laughs> yeah like garfunkel and oats was in high school <laughs> likes the doobie brothers because we got one of them (laughs) (laughs) now that was a good show michael mcdonald yeah yeah that was that was fantastic you just keep yelling china grove at him (laughs) (laughs) no the whole the whole rest of the crowd was doing that for me oh gotcha (laughs) i don't get it is it like i don't either i was just pretending china grove the doobie brothers song (laughs) you See, this is why I find, I'm just a I'm purely a Michael McDonald's solo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, oh okay, I guess you can play what a fool believes, but like let's get back to I I keep forgetting, okay? <laughs> well, see the China Grove one was a funny joke because Michael McDonald's not in the Doobie Brothers at that point, but oh, okay, I didn't know. I guess y'all uh, aren't up on the Doobie Brothers. No, we can we can edit in some laughter yeah. rather than pretending <laughs> to get it. I'll I'll go back to the Poseidon Adventure <laughs> joke. I'll edit some laughter in there too. Just kind of, sometimes you got a yes and. You know? <laughs> I did do that once. I made a joke and no one laughed, so I took some of Charlie's laughter and put it after the joke because I was like, "That's funny." <laughs> Maybe this is well known, but I wasn't—I'm not up to date on such things. Is one of the the Gallagher's from Oasis like doing like their own thing now and like uh, their own band both? and playing Oasis? Oh, they are both doing their own thing. I don't know if they're playing Oasis. I know they both had their own band at one point. Oh, because one of them has their own band. Like I was just listening to the radio earlier today that's like playing somewhere nearby and yeah it was definitely <laughs> the music they were playing in the background was just oasis songs <laughs> nice 
Like that's what people will know. That's what we'll advertise. Imagine going there and expecting, you know, like you're there for the other brother. <laughs> Where's <laughs> Liam? Liam? Where's Liam? <laughs> you want Liam? <laughs> I I take it local sh- uh, local shows don't count in this in the worst concerts. Not unless they uh, are bands who were reasonably well known, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Because when I think about bad shows, that's all that's coming to mind. I mean, we might as well go back to elementary school. <laughs> Concerts <laughs> and things like that. There's got to be some that cutoff level. I, probably Whatever, for whoever man. was Gemini in the audience awesome. when my guitar string broke when we were playing at the machine shop. <laughs> Do you have any concerts that you didn't go to that you really wish you had? Yeah. Because I got one, and it would be uh, I considered going to see Against Me play at Max Bar back when it was the original lineup. And I was like, well, I'm sure there'll be future opportunities. No, within a year, everyone had quit. Basically, in like an Everclear kind of situation where you've got the one person who leads the group and a bunch of new people. So we went to, uh, I think it was DTE, because Dan wanted to see Jack's Mannequin. And he wasn't interested in the band that they were actually opening for, so we left early. Um, And I feel a little bad about that, because the band they were opening for was Paramore. (laughs) (laughs) But at that point, I didn't know who Paramore were either. And in retrospect, I'm like, I kind of wish I'd stayed for that show. I just remembered, I think, oh my... It was either I just decided at the last minute not to try to get Radiohead tickets or that I attempted. To, I think it's more likely I attempted to wasn't able to get them. Like in Chicago, this was probably like a decade and a half ago or something. And I probably didn't have anyone to go with me either. So there must it's just something that kept me from going. I'm like, oh, I should have done that. But I mean, I guess I still could. At one point I was like, oh, I kind of want to go see the band May. They're playing Michigan State. And then I was lazy, and by the time I looked up tickets, I think they were long sold out because yeah, I yeah. looked them up like the week before the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, eh, I don't care that much. <laughs> they were playing like Erickson Keith or something bizarre like that. <laughs> so that's what we got, huh? Those are topics. Uh, Is that enough for an episode? Oh, definitely. Is that interesting? <laughs> I think so. I feel matter? like we have to continue the conversation the next time we have Dan Hess on. He'll feel bad that he wasn't part of it <laughs> and actually <laughs> featured in one part. <laughs> I think he's currently out of town. He was telling me. Ah, ah. But he's available for our next episode where we watch Prospect. Nice. The movie Ooh. he chose, which last time I checked is on Freebie. So that's probably how I'm going to watch it. <laughs> oh, so that's not on Netflix anymore? <laughs> is that the one with ads? Yeah. Uh, when I looked it up, I mean, this is a couple of weeks ago, but it was like Freebie and Canopy, I think. Yeah, it sounds right. Oh, Canopy. Okay. Well, Canopy. I even, that's. Yeah, but I don't know if I have access to Canopy. Oh, do you have a library card? You might. Uh, well, that's it. I I don't know. I mean, yes, Brian has access to Chandler Public Library, but I don't know if they subscribe to Canopy. You should check. Be surprised. Or I could just watch it on Freebie. That too. Yeah. Path <laughs> be of like resistance. Be, you can be like me and just rent it on Google Play. Well, because like. <laughs> Michigan State supposedly had Canopy, and you could log in, but they basically had access to none of the content. Oh, yep. yeah, because it that's, might be like, That's yeah. the same for Marquette. But I can tell you, like, UW has, like, tons of Criterion stuff you can watch on there. Oh, that's really useful for not us. Yeah. Uh, Let's find the right library. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Big library pusher. <laughs> 
No, he's a big canopy I mean, pusher because I'm fairly certain I heard that uh, they have some predatory pricing stuff going on with all those libraries. Do they? Yeah. Oh, do they? Oh, I wasn't aware. I believe so. Something like when you watch something on there, it actually costs the library money. Ew. That doesn't feel good. I have to look this up. And <laughs> link in the blog. I mean, just, just donate to the library. Like, you know, offset it. It's yeah. perfect arrangement. Yeah, pay for your free service. <laughs> oh, for another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report, my name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and thanks to our two guests, who will say goodbye in whatever order they choose, because I'm lazy. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, we did it. Talking and credits roll or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. That's our show. Don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report, and you can also follow us on Twitter at GW Report. And check out our website, thegobeskywallaceReport.com. That's probably the important bit. Well, yeah, I guess all the other links are there, so <laughs> if you remember one thing, remember that. Not your name, but GobeskiWallaceReport.com. <laughs> More important than your name. Um, Charlie? Yeah? Your heart rate just spiked. Are you at Haunted Houses right now? What? It's just that I think you should leave reference. It's the only thing I can, <laughs> yeah, exactly. season, it must be season yeah, three. Season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out for like well, almost a month now. <laughs> it's like a million yeah, years and I think you should leave time. <laughs> that might have been my favorite sketch of the, the new season. Uh, Although the pay it forward is also really, really good. Yeah. And the egg one is just weird. Oh, yeah. The clicker. Yeah. <laughs> that was 40 eggs. <laughs> did you play the game of that? I did not, but I saw it exists. <laughs> yeah. It really does take a long time to keep dragging those eggs over there so you can see the nude egg. <laughs> I read a thing about the guy about like, oh, he like went through iterations to make sure the butthole looked just right. <laughs> <laughs> We can look at a little porn at work. (laughs) I was a big fan of the VR shopping spree skit. (laughs) Where he just stops. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta rewatch. Just same. Just marathoned (laughs) it like in a night. And yeah, I I can't knew it was really funny and just, you know, I've, I've been cut off from the Netflix trough. Hmm. Adam's going to come visit and we're just going to spend all the time watching. I think you should leave because I'm like, well, I mean, you're, you're traveling, so you can log on like you're traveling. <laughs> I don't know how we'll have time to do that when we're all spending all our time at half price books. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they close eventually. I'm going <laughs> to be over at Aqua. Um. <laughs> I do want to go to Aqua, but I really want to go to haunted houses. <laughs>